At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Thursday, October 26th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Glad to be with you as we're going to talk about some of the props, World Series MVP markets, and everything else surrounding the World Series here, Diamondbacks and Rangers, which begins on Friday night. So we'll get to that in a couple of minutes here, but before I launch into some thoughts on the fall classic. Let's talk about what's going on over at vcin.com right now. Monday through Thursday, best bets from Jonathan Von Tobel, seven days a week from Zachary Cohen. You'll also get the John Von Model NBA edition on Fridays from JVT. So we got a lot of great NBA coverage for you. College basketball betting guy just came out this past Monday. Season starts November 6th. The only way to get all of that stuff, the NBA coverage, the college basketball coverage, all of our ongoing NFL and college football analysis, NHL best bets from Johnny Lazarus, is to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Check out that Sports Equinox special. 120 bucks gets you into the month of May, covers you through most of the spring there with you know the end of the regular seasons for the NBA and NHL. Takes you into part of the NBA playoffs as well. And also takes you into the next baseball season. My MLB betting guide will come out probably late February, early March. So we'll have a lot of stuff for baseball that that Sports Equinox special covers as well. And remember, the Sports Equinox actually on Monday. So in honor of that, we have that special. Head to vcin.com slash subscribe to check that out. Or an annual subscription, about 66 cents per day. So vcin.com slash subscribe. All right, so I gave you my thoughts, my overall thoughts, on the World Series yesterday, Diamondbacks and Rangers, that series preview episode. If you missed it, go back and check it out. I don't want to cover too much of the same ground here, but I'll kind of give you the Cliff Notes version of it. Uh, Look, a lot of the same things that have been present for the Diamondbacks and their other series present here in this one as well. They're the weaker offensive team. You've got Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly going on the road to make starts in games one and games two, both guys with pretty big home road splits. But also, I think one of the key levers in this series is that for the first time in this postseason, To me, the Diamondbacks are not at a bullpen disadvantage. In fact, I think it's a pretty neutral environment for the two bullpens. And you could argue that Arizona's has been more trustworthy here 
throughout the postseason. So that's a big opportunity here for the Diamondbacks. Gave a lot of credit on yesterday's show to Tori Lavolo, also pitching coach Brent Strom. But look, Bruce Bochy, you know, a guy who's been very, very successful in the postseason, knows exactly which buttons to push, knows how hard to push them. Three-time World Series winner there with the Giants in 2010, 12, and 14. So, you know, a good managerial matchup here, I think, in this World Series. A couple of guys who seem to have really, really good feels for their respective teams. So that's something I think is very interesting to kind of consider in this series. The other thing that's interesting to consider is, of course, you know, the depth of the two rotations as we go forward, because we do have, and this was announced yesterday, Nate Uvalde will pitch game one for the Rangers, as I speculated, with Jordan Montgomery pitching in relief in game seven uh, of Max Scherzer. We don't really know where Scherzer's at at this point in time, and now it sounds like a thumb issue has popped up as well. And as I talked about on yesterday's show, seems like it's a callus on his thumb that splits open from time to time. So we don't really know where Scherzer is. We know exactly where Brandon Fott is, given the two really good starts that he had in the NLCS against the Phillies. And then game four is just kind of a wild card where you'll probably get Andrew Heaney or Dane Dunning or Martin Perez or Cody Bradford, some combination of those four against likely an opener in a bullpen game for the Diamondbacks. So, you know, games one, two, and three, and five, six, and seven are pretty well-defined. Game four is a complete wild card, and, you know, maybe the one that ultimately decides this series. I, I do think that this will be a long series between these two teams, and I'll go deeper in detail on game one on tomorrow's podcast for Friday. But I think it'll be a long series. I mean, it's it's hard to discount and discredit and doubt the Diamondbacks because this is exactly the same situation that they've been up against in the DS and the CS. Now, not so much in the wild card round because Milwaukee wasn't a very good offensive team, much like the Diamondbacks throughout the course of the season. But Arizona went on the road. They trailed early in game one, battled back, took the lead, won the game, won game two as well. So this team is extremely battle tested. They're playing their best baseball at the right time. As I talked about yesterday's show, two really good defensive teams here as well. So I think there's a lot of intrigue to this matchup, and I will talk more about that game one on Friday, as I mentioned. So let's take a look at some of the series-related things here. Rangers still minus 170 for the series. Diamondbacks plus 145. As we look at the total number of games, over four and a half games, so not a sweep, minus 750. Under four and a half games, plus 550. So if you think there's a sweep, then plus 550 is what you'd be looking at there. Over under five and a half games, over minus 170, under plus 140, over under six and a half games, plus 195 on the over, minus 240 on the under. So this is another one where I don't really see a whole lot of line equity in over five and a half. Uh, both of the CS series going seven games, so the over five and a half cashing in both of those. And remember, you know the Diamondbacks were down 2-0 in that series against the Phillies, and also the Rangers were up 2-0 in that series against the Astros, both of them going seven games anyway. So... I do think that over five and a half minus 170 is probably the most likely of the outcomes of these three bets. Uh, but again, minus 170 is, is just a little bit cost prohibitive, I think, in some respects here. As you look at the total team runs for the series, Diamondbacks over under 24 and a half over minus 105 under minus 115 Rangers 26 and a half minus 110 both ways with that one. And if you think that this is a long series, a series that goes six or seven games, something like that, then I think you'd probably be inclined to look at the overs in these two games. I think it's worth mentioning that 
you know, now that we're at this point of the season, I mean, we're talking about starting pitchers making 35, 36, you know, maybe 37 starts when we get into this series. Pitching is very, very hard on the body. So you do wonder if maybe, you know, there is a little bit more offense in this series. On the flip side, you know, managers may be a little bit more aggressive with pulling starters, with watching pitch counts, stuff like that. I don't really have a strong opinion either way on the run totals here in this series because, look, I think the Diamondbacks, you know, I, I think that we should have a lower scoring expectation for them because they're not as capable of hitting the long ball, although that's been different here throughout the course of the playoffs. But I think a lot of this will come down to how aggressive they are on the bases and if they're able to take second, take third, manufacture runs that way because they are really adept at putting balls in play. And I do love Jordan Montgomery, but he's not a big-time strikeout artist like a Zach Wheeler type or like an Aaron Nola, at least in past seasons. Yavaldi's not a big strikeout guy either. So I think the Diamondbacks will put a lot of balls in play in this series and have some run-scoring opportunities. So maybe a slight lean towards over 24.5 at minus 105, but that would be nothing more than a lean. Let's take a short break here. We'll talk about specific series outcomes and then the World Series MVP odds here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, we're back here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. Very much appreciated for this and all of the shows here in our VSIN family of podcasts, including Hardwood Handicappers, five days a week now, Monday through Friday. Uh, we got our All Angles NFL podcast, four times a week for the College Football podcast. We got a lot of great stuff for you here in our podcast lineup at VSIN, so make sure you check it all out. So as far as series exact outcomes go, Rangers in a six-game series, four to two, that is plus 390, the most likely of the outcomes based on the odds. Rangers in seven games, four to one. Rangers in five games, five to one. Diamondbacks in seven, six to one. Diamondbacks in six, plus 650. Diamondbacks in five, plus 700. A sweep for the Rangers, plus 950. Diamondbacks in a sweep, 17 to one. These are just too hard to hit. I think these are just moving targets that are too difficult to try and handicap. I think some people will 
you know, kind of look at these and, and think that, you know, maybe there's some edge to be had or something like that. I think it's very difficult. Certainly with the two, three, two format, you can understand why Rangers and six Rangers and seven, the most likely of the outcomes based on the odds, because they will be at home in those respective games. And I think a lot of people would have looked at the Phillies and Diamondbacks and said Phillies and six, or maybe less than that on uh, the Phillies had that chance, but they squandered it in game six, were unable to win it. So nothing in those, but I just wanted to mention them quickly here uh, as options that are available to you. Also, if you like the Rangers here in this series, Rangers minus one and a half games is plus 120. Uh, so that's something you could take a look at. That would be four to two, four to one or four oh for the Rangers here in this series. Diamondbacks minus one and a half is plus 245. So again, reflective of that overall series price where the Rangers are minus 170. I don't really think that any of these things jump off the page to me now, in part because I've doubted the Diamondbacks all postseason long. And I'm kind of gun shy to do it here again, even though, like I mentioned at the top, a lot of the same things are still in play here. I mean, I'm not going to be shocked if the Rangers are up 2-0 because Gallon and Kelly have struggled on the road this season. I'm not going to be shocked if the Rangers are up 2-0 because they're simply the better offensive team. But at the same time, the Diamondbacks have battled back from that situation already. And also, I mean, they swept the Dodgers, who we could make excuses for the Dodgers, the layoff, the pitching injuries, whatever you want to point to. But the Diamondbacks have just played very well here in the postseason, and maybe that's just contagious. So I don't really like a lot of these props here that I kind of thought about for some of the other series. Honestly, haven't had much success with them anyway, uh, but just nothing that really jumps off the page to me here about this series. All right, so let's look at the World Series MVP market because I think this is extremely interesting. Adolis Garcia is your favorite, 5-1. to one. Corey Seager, the second favorite, plus 550. Cattell Marte, NLCS MVP, 10 to 1. Corbin Carroll, 10 to 1 here as well. Marcus Simeon, 15 to 1. Nate Uvalde, 16 to 1. Josh Young, 2000. Mitch Garver, 2000. Gabriel Moreno, Evan Carter, Christian Walker, Zach Gallen, all plus 2000 there. Jordan Montgomery, 22 to 1. Lourdes Goriel Jr., 25. Tommy Pham, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lau, all 30 to 1. And then on down from there. So, a few things here. I think it's difficult to look at Adolis Garcia because he has struck out a lot here in the postseason. And even though he's been able to offset that with home runs, and of course the really big game seven that he had, he struck out almost 30% of the time. He hasn't walked yet in the postseason in 54 plate appearances. He has hit seven home runs. So the mistakes that have been made, you know, he's been able to punish them. But the thing that I really noticed about the Phillies series, and maybe Houston tried to do this and was just unable to do so, but the thing I really noticed about the Phillies series is as it went along, Diamondbacks pitchers really tried to play Philadelphia's aggressiveness against them. They wound up throwing a lot of pitches out of the zone in the tail end of that series, and specifically in the two Brandon Fott starts. Is that something that they can have success with against Garcia and not have to come in there? Because he did walk 10.3% of the time during the regular season, but he hasn't walked at all here in the playoffs. So he did show a propensity for laying off of pitches in the regular season, but we haven't seen that throughout the playoffs here. So with that in mind, if he's not able to convert those mistakes into home runs, if he's popping them up or hitting fly ball outs, something like that, this is a guy with 16 strikeouts and zero walks. So if the Diamondbacks are able to effectively get him to expand the zone, then I think that's where maybe you look for some opportunities here 
to neutralize Garcia. And that's certainly what Arizona will be trying to do here as he's proven to be, you know, maybe the most dangerous guy in that lineup here for the Rangers throughout the course of the playoffs. Now, I think Corey Seager is the best overall hitter on this roster for the Rangers. And Seager, you know, he's having a okay playoff. You know, nothing that really stands out. Although, you know, he's walked a ton. And that's been a big thing here. He's been willing to walk. You know, it seems like teams are kind of more interested in trying to go at Evan Carter, the young 21-year-old for the Rangers. But he's put up really good numbers as well. So you kind of have to pick your poison a little bit here. Do you put Seager on? Do you kind of pitch very carefully around him? I don't think that's really the strategy to go with. I think if the Rangers win this series, I think it's because Seager's doing things. So I would prefer Seager at plus 550 to Garcia at 5-1, to one, simply because I think Garcia, or Seager is going to put more balls in play and I think have a better opportunity here as a lefty with the Diamondbacks pitching staff that doesn't really have a lot of left-handed arms here. Now, Houston doesn't either, but Seager's been really good no matter what. It, it kind of doesn't matter. But I do think that they will try to attack Garcia outside the zone. And Garcia will have to show the willingness to take walks. And if you're taking walks, it's hard for you to win these types of awards. You've got to put up some power numbers. I think what we'll see here is I think the, the Diamondbacks will decide, you know what? We have to go with somebody and we can't keep letting Seager get on base. So we're going to take our chances here and see what we can do. So I think that opens up the door for Seager to have a really, really big series here in this one. If you're looking from a Diamondbacks standpoint, I think you have to look at Christian Walker here at 20 to 1. Now, I realize that Corbin Carroll has been exceptional. You know, Cattell Marte has played well throughout the postseason also. And Carroll, you know, will be your National League Rookie of the Year. You know, he's done very well in the playoffs here to this point. But I think if you want to pull the upset here in this series, I think you're looking at Christian Walker having to be that power bat for you, being that guy who can get you that two-run double that three-run homer, something like that. Because Walker's a guy who has really strong power here, and he hasn't really showcased it so far throughout the course of the postseason, but I think that he can. And he's been you know, unselfishly drawing those walks. But I think this is a spot here for him where I think he has the opportunity to really play up to his potential. So if I was to take anybody for the Diamondbacks, it would be Walker at 20-1. to 1. I do think Gabriel Moreno at 20-1 to 1 is also very interesting. Again, it may not be the power production from him. He has hit three home runs here in the playoffs, but he's a really good hitter, and he also plays a premier defensive position. So I think you look at some of the longer shot guys with the Diamondbacks if they are able to pull off the upset here, but I don't think that, you know, there's really a whole lot of reasons to throw a ton of darts around this market because you just never know. You know, you just never know who's going to really wind up having a really spectacular series. Sometimes it's a guy that you don't even expect, but I think with the Diamondbacks, because of the position that they're in, I think it's somebody who has to be kind of an unsung hero of sorts. Whereas for the Rangers, I would anticipate it would be one of their main guys. So, you know, for Corbin Carroll, he gets on base. He makes a lot of things happen. But, you know, he'd really have to put up a lot of really good counting numbers because he's not as much of a home run threat as, you know, somebody like a Christian Walker, where those are the kinds of guys that get some of the attention in these series. So, Again, I think Seager, if you're looking at a Ranger, I think, you know, Walker or Moreno, maybe if you're looking at a Diamondback. But again, I think it's very tough to bet into those markets. Not only are they voted on by people, but also it's hard to pinpoint one player to go out there and just be really dominant. So all I know is this. I'm going to try to find some things on a day-by-day -day basis, but coming into this series, like I said, a little bit gun-shy because of what the Diamondbacks have done here 
so far in the playoffs. And also the Rangers can be very unpredictable. You know, I mean, they win the first two against Houston, lose the next three just to come back and win the last two. Kind of felt like a microcosm of what they did throughout the second half, being sort of streaky. So I don't know, but I think it should be an interesting series, probably a long series, and hopefully I'll have some good bets as we go on a game by game basis. But remember, doing this podcast seven days a week here up until the end of the World Series last game could be November 4th. Uh, we'll see what we do in the offseason with this podcast. Maybe if there's some big free agency stuff, I'll put an episode in the thing. But uh, other than that, you know, we got uh, the World Series November 4th might be the last day. So make sure you keep it tuned right here to VSIN Daily Baseball Bets and also read the article over at VSIN.com. So I'll do it for me. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And I'll be back again with Game One Thoughts tomorrow on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.